she's here, we're talking, she ends it. Turns around, walks over to him. Man puts his arm around her, yeah, and then they start walking off. I'm standing there trying to be like, oh yeah, no, mine are in it, man. Like, what is it? Like, I don't, I don't care anyway. And one of her reasons was, um, they both supported Man United. You yeah. don't support Man United anymore. They both, <laughs> they both supported Man United. I got in, sat on the stairs, cried. Mum was looking at me, what's, what's wrong? She, she just, <laughs> like, you know, you can't even talk. Like, nothing was coming out. I broke down, bro. And it was like... That's your first heartbreak. That was my first full heartbreak where I was like, nah, Damn. You, you crushed me. Welcome back to another episode of the Goodman Factory podcast. I'm your host, Goodman Aaron. I'm here with Goodman Rizzy, Goodman Mike. The topic for today, you might get emotional, is heartbreak. <laughs> the deep breath that was just taken in this room. Yeah. What I want to do though, touching on this topic, right? I, I don't want to just jump straight into heartbreak, yeah? Because I want to I take us back, yeah? So I want to go back to like your first girlfriend. Like, it could be, like, for me, my first girlfriend, I think I was, like, eight. And it wasn't a proper relationship. It was, like, the ones where you're together, but you don't even talk. Yeah? But just reflecting back on what you remember in terms of, like, like thinking you was in love or any of those emotions, when did that start? Like, what's, what's your first recollection of those kind of memories? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, my first proper girlfriend was when I was a teenager. And, <laughs> you know, the feeling of thing like I can't explain it it was a combination of like butterflies and nerves and excitement and maybe even at the well looking back on it some of it was anxiety just a, a, a combination of all these hormones and feelings for one girl when I was like early teens I think I was like maybe 15 16 and yeah man <laughs> did you ever have anything in primary school where if I was to speak to your mum, you'd be like, oh yeah, that, that was that was." I don't, girlfriend. I don't think I remember it. I don't think I did. Like, I just, I, I just remember, I, actually, that's a lie. I remember one girl, <laughs> I'm not going to name her. This is my old primary school. So I've always lived in Bermondsey. Then we moved to East London. In that primary school in East London, there was a girl in my class. I used to stare at her, boy. <laughs> I just remember now, imagine. <laughs> yeah, she was, she was paying, but I was just like, I didn't know how to interact. I thought, if you're going out with someone, you just hold their hand and you mm. kiss them on the cheek, and then you play run-outs or something, or like kiss chase with the rest yeah, of the yeah, people, yeah. and that's it. That was me, I've done my job, I go home to my mum, and I have handy jam, and go to bed, done. That was me being a boyfriend in primary school, but well, like, other than that, yeah, it was just like, nothing counts before. What was your recollection? So I was, I was quite late, so my first relationship, first girlfriend, was when I was like, 18. Okay. Yeah. So, but before that, I would say I had crushes, talking stages. That was it. Do you remember the first time you cried over a girl? If ever, like, because I'll be, uh, I'll ask the question, but also volunteer myself first, yeah? It was primary school, yeah? And, like, I don't want to class this as heartbreak, <coughs> but it was just... <laughs> No, because this weren't my girl or anything, yeah. It was the last day of it was the last day of primary school, 
And you see when you're signing the t-shirt, the shirts, yeah. everyone's signing the shirts and everyone's hugging each other. Mm. Yeah. And there was this girl and we hugged and, and we kind of both gave a kiss on the cheek, but our lips, the corner of our lips touched. That was it. And I remember going home and I cried. <laughs> I cried because I was like, oh why my God, I really like her. I'm never going to see her again. It was like, I was overwhelmed with these emotions that like, because yeah. our lips, our lips almost touched. And it was like, oh no, I'd never had that kind of emotion before towards like a girl. Wait, was, when was this? This was like year six, like last day of year six. Right, right. Signing shirts, gave her a hug. Our lips kind of touched. I went home and I was just thinking about her and I was like, oh my God, like, I love her. Like, we're never going to, I'm never going to see her again. But it's like, do you have any recollections where you was like, you remember being emotional about a female at a young age? No, you know. I, I personally do. Like, yeah. I was, I think I was a, like a, I was a hopeless romantic. So like, <laughs> there what, was from, a lot of, yeah, from primary school? It was just, that, this is the thing. Basically, I felt like I, the way I, I managed my emotions was obviously taught through my mum, basically. But mm. yeah, I just remember, I think it's the, what's the saying? When you love someone so much, it hurts. Mm. So I was like that with <laughs> girls. Like, there's a couple in primary school, a couple in like, um, secondary school. The Which one, one now? Which one now? Exactly. Yeah. But the, the ones in secondary school, I didn't like any in my secondary school, but when I was secondary school age. So there's girls outside the school yeah, yeah. that I liked. And I was just like, I can't remember, what was the scenario where, <laughs> actually. <laughs> <laughs> His memory's clear as day. You know? Hey, it's so much. It's still, it's still, it's still I told my you I'll take you back, innit? But my first, let's say, proper girlfriend when I was a teenager, when she, um, when she broke up with me, I think I went out of her for like, I think it was like two weeks. <laughs> when she broke up with me, I was devastated. Wait, how old was you? So like 14, 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go. You remember acting from young, you know? Yeah. I was. I, but I couldn't even tell my mum. Imagine. I, did, I couldn't tell Wait, my mum. Wait, this was your proper girlfriend, yeah? I, I thought, yeah. <clears throat> proper girlfriend. I, and then sometimes I try to act like it wasn't my first ever relationship as a teenager. Yeah. But yeah, I was devastated because what happened was she broke up with me and then went out with like someone else in the back. Stop it. No, because I'm, I'm going <laughs> to go there. I'm going to go there. Bro. Like, that's, that when I was, was someone else in the back two weeks later. I said, yeah, nah, Michael, you're a waste, man. <laughs> That's a good oh, lesson that? to learn from a young yeah. age, though. I can beat that, though. I, can, I can beat that. So, so, <laughs> I was about 14, and it was my first... I'm going to class this as my first proper girlfriend because it was my first kiss. So it was a girl that I've, I've kissed for the first time. and So in my head, I'm already like, this is different. Like, oh, my God, like, this is the one. Like, we've had a first kiss. And... Me and my boys used to go up to her ends um, to see her and her friends, yeah? It was like, let's say a 25 minute walk from my yard to get to her yard. And you know, back in the day, you would always walk. It wouldn't be that. Like, as kids, we just walk more, innit? And we were together, but weren't really much talking. It was kind of like, it was, just, it was just what it was, innit? But that was my first kiss so in my head. Yeah, I love her, whatever. And I remember one evening, She's talking to my boy. Yeah, she's talking to my boy, but they were cool anyway. They were cool anyway. And I'm talking to her friend, and there's a few people talking. And then I'm like, I need to go home, dinner. I need to get back for dinner, innit? So um, everyone, the boy, the man, then were coming back with me. So we're starting walking. And my boy was like, We're coming back up though, right? And I was like, 
well, no, like, allow it for today, innit? He was like, no, no, we're coming back up. I was like, all right, all right, cool. So I had dinner, whatever, then a few of us go back up there. And then two twos, she comes over to me and she basically ends it. Wow. <laughs> ends it. Ends it's it. Just like that, on the spot. One of the reasons, yeah, wait, wait. She ends it and my boy's over there. Yeah, so she's she's here. We're talking, she ends it. Turns around, walks over to him. Man puts his arm around her, yeah, and then they start walking off, yeah. I'm standing there trying to be like, oh yeah, no, minor, isn't it? That, that, what is it? That like, I don't, Aye. I don't care anyway. And one of her reasons was, um, they both supported Man United. They both supported Man United, yeah? So I was like, the worst part of it was I had to walk back with him. So we had to walk home. And I'm, I'm like, oh, it's, it's, yeah, no, minor, innit? He was like, no, like, my bad, innit? I was like, no, no, it's cool, it's cool. Oh, I got in, sat on the stairs, cried. Mum was looking at me, what's, what's wrong? She, she just, <laughs> like, you know, you can't even talk. Like, nothing was coming out. I broke down, bro, and it was like... That's your first heartbreak. That was my first full heartbreak where I was like, nah, Damn. You, you crushed me. My boy crushed me, she crushed I got broken yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. Everyone <laughs> was Every... swinging, boy. That wow. was my first real moment of like, where, you know what? That, that, that didn't feel right, but also, who do you trust? Yeah. It builds character, though. I feel like when you get through situations like that or scenarios like that, it builds character. I had enough confidence to go up to my ex after and say, like, what was it that broke us up? Because you just said, ah, oh, thanks, Mike, it's over. <laughs> that was it. I just walked off. <laughs> I was standing like one plonker. I said, okay. I didn't even have, I couldn't even have, I didn't even have a say. But when I did manage to get back to her and ask her, like, what happened? What was the reason for it? Because he's just too nice. I said, oh, so you want me to be bad? Me, that's not a bad person. You want me to be bad? But... And I didn't understand what that meant. So you want a nice guy, but you want him to be bad. I didn't understand it. As an adult, I get it now. But what did that? Time... The, what did that then mold you to become after that experience? Knowing that because you're too nice, it led to a breakup. It, it was. I didn't. I was so confused because I was raised by my mum, who said that you have to be a good guy. You yeah, have yeah. To be a good man. Treat a woman with respect. But she always used to mention. But don't let them walk all over you. And I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're not going to trample on me. I'm not going to yeah. love it kind of thing but she meant like you have there's a certain level of sternness. authority yeah, yeah, yeah. sternness that you have to do as a man or have to be as a man and in terms of from that point when she broke up with me and then she told me the reason why later on I was still trying to find my way I didn't know because I, I was naturally a nice nice guy I can't then go I can actually bad. picture you when you yeah, 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 yeah. I was I remember I was soft anyway I was a I was a cryo bro <laughs> and then yeah, it took me years to basically become, let's say, more masculine and understand how, not necessarily how women work, but how it is what women look for in a man. Mm. And it's not just be really, really nice. No, no, but You no, have no. to have certain things in place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it took me a long time, I'll be honest with you, man. I was, yeah, I was devastated. There's a lot of heartbreaks along the way before I even got to that point where I thought, okay, now I know what I'm doing. But yeah, man. I think, I think it's a bit, don't you think it's a bit worrying that, the, the world teaches you that nice, nice guys don't get anywhere from a very young age. Because I also, uh, I didn't go through that same experience, but I saw uh, 
someone go through that experience when I was young. So I had a, 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 a girl that I was friends with and she told me she broke up with, this was like college. She told me she broke up with her boyfriend because she asked him a question one day, like, what, what, like, what ticks you? Like, what gets you mad? Like, is there anything that I do that, like, annoys you? And he said, no, like, nothing. Hey, and and she that. broke up with him for that reason. So it's, it's, it's very similar to what you said about she just broke up with you because you're a nice guy. And then I, I, I then think to myself, okay, so, so that's a lesson. I learned that lesson from a young age, that being a nice guy doesn't get you far. You finish last. So what does that mould young men to become? More toxic, maybe. More bad boyish. What, kind of. as in learning, once you've learned that lesson? Yeah. Or you can become the opposite if you've got it in you. I didn't have it in me for me to be overly bad, if that made sense. I, I don't think anything that happened in my teens changed my character. Right. I think in adulthood, like, and this is why I wanted to touch on having your heart broken as a teen or, or whatever, and that feeling to then it happening as a grown man. Yeah. So like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's gonna, so your first relationship you said was about 18? 18. Yeah. Long term, three years. So you're experiencing things at that, that age, obviously, that yeah. you've not experienced before. Yeah. So when that didn't work out, how was that for you? Was that you ending it or was that, was that you giving someone else heartbreak or was that, because heartbreak works both ways. I don't just want us to reflect on us. That moment where you realise Ralph broke someone's heart. <laughs> uh, was it heartbreak. Mm. I, I've never viewed. I never viewed it as like heartbreak. And obviously, Man's just firming everything. I, you, you, know? Uh, you know what? It, it says a lot about me because I think I, I firm a lot of things in life. I, mm. I don't take the time to like realise what's happened. So my first relationship, together for three years, something crazy happened. And then it led to me saying, I don't, want to be, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. And this was at a point where I just finished. I don't, they, I don't think there was any heartbreak on, on both ends. It was just like a mutual agreement that, okay, you know what? We're just gonna part ways for the, for the greater benefit. Just kind of gave up on each other. Really. It's like leaving your job, isn't it? Yeah. So I, 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 I don't perceive it as heartbreak. To be honest, I don't think I've gone through Heartbreak. There may have been, been moments where I went through heartbreak, but... All right, so for you to feel like you've not been through heartbreak, yeah, there's obviously not a defining moment where you're like, damn, that hurt. That sticks in your head. So is I think, that... I think I've, I'm numb to it. That's what I was going to ask. I, that... You know what? I have been through heartbreak, but I refuse to believe that I'm heartbroken. Sounds like COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, think... I refuse to like, believe no, it. I, I, didn't I... I didn't get tested. Yeah. But... I run away. I run. I run away from the idea of I'm, I'm heartbroken. Do you feel like that's because you're going into relationships and not giving that part of you? Because I feel in order to truly be heartbroken, you have to give everything that part of you, where you're like, here you go, in it. Like, it's in your hands now. Like, and they just go. Psh. I've seen people and that, that thing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> on it, no, even spit on it and walk off. But hey, I've seen that, I've had that before. But hey. you, you could be right. <laughs> you might have realized something about myself that I, I can't see. Because what, what, what do they class that as emotionally unavailable? 
But I feel, I feel like in, in a relationship... I'm just saying, I'm just saying. In a, in a relationship, I've been available emotionally. But when it's at the point where it's like the breakup, I've never, it's never ended and I feel like... Feel like, like I've never felt like that in my, in my, my entire life. I know you're enjoying this conversation, but I'm here to remind you that this episode is sponsored by Goodman Beard Oil, plant-based, chemical-free beard oil to soften and moisturize your facial hair. Order now, goodmanfactory.com, and use code GPOD1 and become a good man today. Mm. Okay, I, I, can tell, I can tell you a story, actually. There was a time where I broke up with uh, a girl that I was seeing. Yeah, I, I broke it off. Um, this was like before summer. In my adult life. Perfect time. In my in my adult life. <laughs> broke up. I went the whole summer traveling, enjoying, dating, enjoying, having fun. Then summer ended. September come. The cold weather comes. Oh. And then one day I just said, I've been masking this pain through enjoyment. <laughs> and I was thing. sad. And then I called uh, Malik. Called him, I said, bro, feeling down today, man. Like, I'm just feeling, I'm just feeling like, oh, I've been running away from this pain all summer. I've just been dating, going out on dates, going on holiday, running away from the pain. But today it's hit me. And then he just told me that, like, snap out of it, bro. Like, what's wrong with you, that? Like, <laughs> bro, you've got to be grateful. There's a lot going on in your life right now. What's wrong with you, man? And I just, I just snapped out of it. And then I just carried on as normal. See, a certain man would have got that same message and started crying on the phone to Malik. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, certain, certain people can receive that well and other people like, no, I'm not in the... Like, like, why he, he had talk, no why are you talking to me like that, bro? Malik had no empathy for me. He had no empathy. Yeah, it, was, yeah, it was just straight... No filter. Bro, like, wake Stop. up. Some of like, us need that, though. I, I would have... And, and I'm so grateful for that because I feel like you can just dwell on the past and just be like, feel sorry for yourself. You, I had to snap out of it. It lasted for like 24 hours. All right. 24, 24 hours of heartbreak. Hours. That's what, that's what that's I've experienced. Quick. 24 that's hours. That's a microwave. No, 24, no, hour, bro, that's 24 a... hours of heartbreak is all I've experienced in my lifetime. Oh, you're lucky, that Sounds bro. like a... <laughs> Mine was so Sounds like long. a Drake song. No, but I, I, would, lo I would love to <laughs> look back and think... 24 hours of heartbreak. Man. I would love to look back and think, oh, you know what? I remember that time where I this relationship ended and I went, I went through heartbreak and I over, overcame it. It would be nice to reflect and think, oh, I remember that period in my life where I was down for a year because of heartbreak. No names will be mentioned, yeah? And if they are, please edit them out. <laughs> but but um, I was with one girl, I was with her for a, a good couple of years. And then it came to like the realization, like I felt like I was trying to make it work, yeah? We weren't together anymore, but it was like, I'm trying to get this back, I'm trying to make it work, and I feel like there's hope, and whatever, whatever, whatever. And then it got to a point where I found out, like, she'd given her number to someone else. She told me that, and I was like, right, she's open to the world now, isn't it? So, it, it, like, I accepted, uh, this is fully done. And I went into a depression, bro. Like, I went into a depression, I wasn't eating, I wasn't, I wasn't sleeping properly. I wasn't thinking properly. I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to do anything. And I remember there was this one point. I'm lying on my bed. 
yeah? Fully looking up at the ceiling and an hour must have passed. And I'm just lying there, just like this. I'm fully dressed. I realised, it was like something hit me at that point. I was like, bro, you're on your bed, fully dressed, and you've been staring at the ceiling for an hour. You need to, that was my call. That was me getting that call from Malik, where it was like, you know what? Nah, like, you got to stop now. Like, enough's, enough's enough. And like, I started to gradually, like, I started to do the things that I wasn't doing, which was going back to the gym, being around certain people. But when going through heartbreak as a man, as an adult, I was depressed. I wasn't eating. I lost weight. I wasn't really talking to anyone. I didn't want to come out. It affected me so much differently to the young boy that cried on the stairs to his mum and then went out to play run-ups. Run-ups after. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and that, to me, certain people can't process that. Like you said, you've, you've gone through certain things. 24-hour heartbreak, bang. Man's back out there. Like, yeah, I back like out that. there. I wish I was like that, man. And, and even from then, it then pushed me uh, to like launching Goodman Factory. Like, I channeled that energy yeah, she, into... She was? I ch I, I'm grateful for her. I'm grateful <laughs> for the experience, <laughs> that experience, that heartbreak. Um, but I channeled that energy into uh, launching the, the business. I want to come to that, but I want you to touch on, like, as, a, as an adult, I was going to say, a telltale sign, by the way, is wearing jeans to bed and falling asleep in jeans. That's how stressed and... Yeah, you must have like, been stressed. Hey, when you fall asleep in jeans... In jeans? You know, you know your heart is not even broken. It's gone past that. that Sleeping in jeans? You're, you're... The, the stress, I've done it before. But I'm sorry hey. you went through that, bro, man. <laughs> that, you're, bro, you're man. done. But, um, wow. What I was going to say it's is... crazy. Skinny jeans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, Bro, the now you have to know if they're loose fit, it might be a bit more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, bro. Skinny jeans is a different level of black. My legs are bigger now, finished. but yeah, these they were finished. They were almost sprayed on them jeans yeah, there, and I fell finished. asleep in them. But I was that stressed and that heartbroken. But I was gonna say, um, yeah, there's a massive difference. So I think I went into a massive depression. Um, but my turning point was when my boy—I'm not gonna name him—but he, I, I basically I missed a day of work, off work, so I called in sick. I was that like depressed and mm. tired and sick that I didn't want to go to work. Then my boy called me and said, because I think I told him like a week earlier what had happened. Then he goes, Mac, are you missing work? Because she broke up with you. <laughs> he went to the laugh, but... <laughs> when, when it said like that, yeah, it's a boy Because it makes yeah, you realise, how, yeah, so, how man's soft, missing yeah, work cause because I've of, been broken up. Yeah. It says that realistically, he, he basically sat me I love that. on the phone. This, why you like, need, this is why you need your guys. And it's so mad because obviously you're, he said that you're allowed to be emotional, you're allowed to be hurt. It yeah. comes, it's part and parcel of what comes with, let's say, heartbreak or um, breaking of a relationship. But bro, well, you're going to miss work because you're heartbroken. How do you even, imagine telling your manager, so that you come back to work now and you say, oh, um, I missed the day off work because I was heartbroken. Is your manager going to take you seriously? But it says, besides all of that, there's certain things that you need to do. Like you still have to be a father, you still have to pay your bills. You still have to pay, let's say, mortgage or rent. He said that, do you think those things are all going to stop because, you know what, Michael's upset and he's heartbroken. We're not going to come out of his account today. He just made me sound, he made me feel that small that I was heartbroken. You need I that. Said, you know what? He has a point. Like, he, said, he didn't say, don't be heartbroken, you're an idiot. He said that um, you're allowed to feel upset, but bro, you can't let it stop your normal function in life. The bills and all the stuff, all your responsibilities are not going to stop because you're heartbroken, you know? You better get up. Like, tomorrow, I want to see you at work. I'm not your manager, 
I'm your boy and I'm your colleague. I'm not even your manager, but at the same time, I want to see you at work, bro. I'm not going to have you, like, moping around and crying that you're heartbroken. Sometimes you're allowed to have time out, but not to the point where it stops you from continuing with your life. And then that was the point where I decided, you know what, I need to do something about this. You know what that is? There's a difference between being controlled by your emotions and processing your emotions. Like, you're allowed to pro process those. And I think as men, sometimes we don't process our emotions. I think you're a that's good what, example That's what I that. did. Yeah. I was running around the whole summer, dating, left, right and centre, flying on holiday here and there. You're not processing. And then one day I just crashed. Yeah, it's mad. Like, I, was, I went for like three months just... Just no regrets. That was yeah. the best. Ah, oh, good. I walked away from that relationship. Yeah. Then one day, when all the fun ended and the winter came and the summer was over and I was at home, I was depressed. I just crashed one day. So you can try and suppress your emotions, but that day will come where it cracked. And I think men don't, we don't. We don't process our emotions. Like if, yeah. I'm, if I'm feeling angry, why am I feeling angry? But instead, I'm letting the anger control how I now act. Yeah. I'm acting on my emotion rather than processing it. Yeah. You acted on, weirdly, you acted on your emotion by saying, I'm going to go do this, 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 this. Like, but that moment when you thought, when you actually had to, right, I'm processing this now, it's hard to deal. And you know what's crazy? I learned from that because then with my last relationship breakup, that was another, that was a long-term breakup. I said, I'm going to, I learned from that what happened to me before. And I was like, this time around, I'm going to take the time out to process everything. I'm not going to date. I'm not going to like, just go out to have fun as a distraction. I'm going to process every moment of it. I'm going to reflect on it. And honestly, I felt like I, I was like my own therapist. I, I dealt with everything, I analysed it. I came to a point where I said, I'm happy that this is closed. I did it in a very healthy way. And it was, it's, it, it, I handled it very well. Like there was no crash after, there was no like depression or heartbreak. It was just upwards from here. Do you feel like you were spoken to, obviously we're different, but did you ever have your dad or anyone speak to you at a young age about relationships and them no. kind of things? No. Did your mum even? No. Did your mum? Kind of, but again, mum was just, be nice to her, but don't, don't let be her walk on her. Yeah, that was it. She couldn't really. It's. It's. I feel like it's a hard place for um, a lot of mums to try and guide their sons because it's hard to try and mould your son as a woman into the man that you think he should be, yeah. or you don't want him to be. Let's say you don't want him to be like the dad or the men around you, so on and so forth. It's very hard for women. There's. A, there's, there's a very, let's say, fine line. But um, my mum gave me the best advice that she could, but. One thing I do rate about my mum is she was very traditional in the sense that she was she was very she she was passive with the way she used to explain what she, what it is to do what it is to be a woman basically in a relationship. But my mum would do it without even like no no one would ask her. She would make the food. She would do this. She would do that. Then she would sometimes say things like a man should do this and a man yeah, yeah, should yeah. do that. And this is my job as a woman. I'll, I'm meant to do this and I will do this. It's nice when a man does help me, but this is my job. And now looking back as an adult, I think, raw, that I need to find a woman that does like literally what she does. And obviously I've got one now, but uh, uh, you know what? So my, my my I don't know how comfortable it would be with me saying it, yeah, but my eldest has got a girlfriend now, yeah? Yeah. So he's he's fifteen. And I've noticed cause on the phone all the time, but on the phone smiling. Like so I'm like, <laughs> you're on the phone smiling. I know there's <laughs> I know you're chatting to someone. <laughs> and um like he, he, um, we spoke and 
he told me he's got a girlfriend. And I was like, Ray, does your mum know? And he was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, what does your mum think? And he was like, yeah, no, she, she's happy. She's asking me like all these questions. And I'm like, cool. I felt bad, yeah, but I had to hit him with reality, mm. yeah? And I kind of, not in these words, but I basically said to him, it's not going to last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? yeah <laughs> I, I, it wasn't as black and white as that. I can't remember quote for quote, yeah? But he was like, you and mum are saying different things. Like, mum's happy for me and, and asking this and you're basically saying it's not going to work out. And I was like, all right, let me tell you why. Yeah? I was like, you're 15 now, right? So I said, the aim is for you to grow. So when you're 25, are you going to think the way you do now? And he was like, what do you mean? I goes, is your mindset as a 25-year-old man going to be the same as a 15-year-old boy? Yep. And he was like, no. So I said, is hers going to be different? And he was like, yeah. So I said, so you've got a hope that you've both gone in the same direction because you may get to that age great, and want something. Great advice. She may get to that age and want something different. It's not that you don't like each other. It's you now want different things. Where you are right now, you're compatible. It works. But that might not be the case moving forward with college, and with this, with that. And I saw it. I saw it drop. But then it came to Christmas and we was talking and I said to him, have you got your girlfriend something for Christmas? And he was like, no. Nah. And I was like, why not? And he was like, no, nah, because I didn't think I should get her something. I was like, but that's your girlfriend, right? And he was like, well, yeah, it's only been a few weeks. I goes, it doesn't matter. That's your girlfriend. You've made a decision to call her a, a, a name. You've given her a title. So therefore, the moment you say that, even if it's been a day, she's higher than everyone else now. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, but what if I get her something and she doesn't get me anything? I'm going to look stupid. So I was like, you're not getting her something in order to receive yeah. And I said, how good would you look if you got her something and she didn't get you anything? Like, way, how's yeah. she going to then feel? You're going to look a certain way. And he was like, yeah, true, true, true. So then he went out and got a Build-A-Bear and done all this little stuff with her, yeah? Cute stuff, innit? But I'm like... <laughs> Great advice, bro. I'm love like, that. I appreciate yeah, I that. that. But I was like, that's what I felt like I needed. But just from a man, just saying it in a way where it's like, he knows that I'm saying it with love, but I'm always going to give him the, the home truth as well. Whereas... His mum giving him a different kind of oh it's so cute and oh, oh. yeah like the the, the fairy tale yeah the fairy tale yeah. the Disney story and I feel like when because he will <laughs> he's gonna go through heartbreak and I feel like my job as a dad is to maybe be the Malik yeah maybe be yeah, the, yeah. the yeah, guy yeah. that that's needed I feel like that yeah. maybe are wrong I might be wrong but I feel like if you know your sons have gone through heartbreak how are you gonna be with them. Are you going to be like, oh, so I wouldn't no be way. as harsh. I wouldn't say get up and go and pay the bills. They're not going to wait for you. But I'd be like, you know what? It, you're allowed to, I want you to process this process that, this feeling, the emotions and all the rest of it and find a way to build up from there. Because it sometimes, not everything, again, love and happiness and all the rest of it is not linear. It's going to, you're going to have peaks and drops. But just process it, pick yourself back up and then get out there again because there'll be someone for you. But you have to also build yourself up in such a way, again, as a man, for a woman to even want to be attracted or even come into your life and join that, like, oh my gosh, like this, this life looks exciting. I want to be part of it kind of thing. But if you're always porting and always crying all the time, do you think they want to join that? Get up, man. But uh, that, that let, let's say, metaphor and that story that you gave, that's perfect. I would love to give my son that story. But I definitely don't want him to think everything's a fairy tale. Oh, you're gonna be together forever. Yeah. Yay. And then when he breaks no, up, he's gonna be like, but dad, he told me that we're gonna be together forever. <laughs> <laughs> I 
but I didn't. That's your mum. That's not me. But <laughs> get out. But um, in all honesty, like it's it's never easy. But I feel like you do need to just process how you feel, and just take everything with a pinch with a pinch of salt, and just keep going, man. As heartbreak, be perfect. I, I know you, so I want to come to you. Like you said that it made you start the Goodman Factory or pushed you in that direction. It, it, it pushed me to launch to launch it. So, do you feel it changed you? Yeah. For a positive. Yeah. Talk about touch on that. Like how? Why did that push you? What made what went off in your head where you was like, you know what? I need to do this, or I'm gonna do this. Was it almost like you're trying to? Because there's a part of me when I hear stuff like that, I'm like. Are you trying to prove that person wrong or prove something to that person? Do you see what I mean? Yeah, so at the time, I'll be honest, it was an ego thing. It was uh, to prove. So I'll, just to give some context, the reason why we, I walked away from it and ended it at the time was because she had a problem with the network I was building. She didn't feel safe because I was like constantly on the go, like getting sales for my previous business and she had an issue with me just like all of a sudden just getting an idea and saying I'm going on holiday but it, it was perceived as you're getting up to go on holiday but it was really I'm getting up to go abroad to do market research for Goodman Factory mm. so as you know in our products the, our oud mm. that's, that's in the bed oil is sourced from Dubai. Yeah. So I had to travel to Dubai to go find a manufacturer. She, well, I told her, I've got a wild idea. I'm going to Dubai tomorrow with my cousin. We just came up, like, came up with this idea just like literally today. And we're going to find manufacturers in Dubai. And she had an issue with it, like big problem. So at that point, I realized that you are holding me back from my desires, like what I want to achieve in life. Mm. You're and not I, pushing me, you're pulling yeah, me. Yeah, you're pulling me mm. away from it. And I just immediately, it just made so much sense to me to terminate the relationship. Because I was like, like, I was so dedicated to where I'm going in life that as soon as the person that I'm in a relationship with is telling me that this is an issue, I was like, it's, it's done, it's done. And, then that, and that's when I was like, I'm going abroad, done the research, you know, met, uh, um, the, the manufacturers out there came back. That same summer, um, I went to LA to film a short film for my previous brand that I was running. So I just saw it as this summer I'm working, like I'm getting things done. I'm doing what I need to do. And I, and it, it was, I, was just, I was on a high. I was like, this is the best thing I could ever do. I've come out of a relationship and I'm free to, to chase my dreams. <laughs> so I, ch I channeled all that energy of the disappointment in like, how can you, like, not believe in me? How do you not see what I'm doing? Mm. Like, I was heartbroken. I was disappointed. I feel it. Like, why are you preventing? Why are you holding me back from my dreams? Why are you not supporting me? Why are you not here with me? Mm. And then I just saw it as, like, this whole summer, like, I'm grinding. I'm doing my thing. And that day hit where I was like, oh, she's not here. She's not in my life no more. <laughs> So I, I, I turned the L into a W, a loss into a win, by channeling that heartbreak and trying to prove to her that, look, watch, I'm going to get successful. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to launch what I said I was going to do. And here I am today. I guess everything happens for a reason. Fair. Uh, By yourself. I was going to say, um, when, when I had that pep talk from my boy, 
and a few other things happened I was just like you know what I need to make money that's all I was focused on like it was a very uncomfortable journey like I was working so hard like I, I work I work in a bank then I learned how to cut hair so sometimes I'll finish work I'll do an Amazon shift so I had the Amazon after that and I'll cut hair and I'll get home at midnight and then still go gym at what till one o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning sleep for three or four hours go back to work and do the same thing for like six days a week sometimes seven how days long a week. was you doing that for for time like I think there was one point where I was doing it for like at least half a year to a year almost working seven days a week and having like five hours sleep it was messing me up but it was keeping me not thinking about what had happened to me or it wasn't allowing me to process it so even though I was making money <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't filling the void basically there was this massive void where I just needed to sit down process it and be like you know what I am hurt I do miss her or I do want to talk to her at least kind of thing and even if we don't get back together at least like we can draw a line in the sand let's say and then we can be cool you know what I mean but um it's crazy because yeah because when I hear it yeah I'm like as men we're running yeah, we're running um, away. Running away. Yeah, we're yeah, literally yeah. we're running yeah. like he was running himself into the ground yeah. almost. Like, yeah, he's trying to escape an emotion or a feeling by running, but you don't realize you're running into the ground. Yeah, yeah. And then that moment where you realize I can't run no more, mm. you turn around and it's right there. Yeah, and you're like, damn. As hard right. as I've did, I did run in the opposite direction. Yeah, that thing was right. It's been you. running. It's like Sonic and Tails. Yeah, no matter how far you go. But the fact is. Is it a man thing where when we do that, it's to chase something, money, money or uh, a business or something. It's like we get so, it's rare that it's like, you know what, I'm going to go on my yoga retreat and just, <laughs> and just zone out and just chill. It's always like, you know what, I need to make more money. I need to make more money. I need a better car. I need this. I need that. Do you know what? Uh, so remember I told you about the, the first breakup how I responded yeah. and in the second one I said I'm going to take the time out to basically do the yoga retreat and I did that for like a long period I was like I, I just I had a lot of like self-care practices that I was following I did channel some energy into like you know like making content and whatnot yeah. uh, it inspired me to do many things the second breakup but I took the time whilst I was like still like working to deal with the emotions and accept I got I basically uh, started to accept what had happened rather than just running away from it, and I won't say I won't say it's just a man thing. I think it's just a natural human response for both men and women to do it because a lot of the times you do see women come out of a relationship straight into the gym, and they're working on their body or they're going hard in their career promotion. So I think it's just a natural response to say, you know what, this is taking a lot of my energy. It's done now. I'm ch I'm channeling I'm channeling my energy into something else positive for a positive outcome. But I think there's also there's pros and cons to it. I think there's great power in taking the energy from heartbreak and then harnessing it into something that's like work related or like a passion or something that you're working on. But when the, the cons but the the cons are when you sweep your emotions under the carpet and pretend that you know the dirt isn't there, there's there's a there's a great consequence that comes with that too where you, you crash. And I could have just crashed and stayed in that state of mind for like three, six, one year, three months, six months, one year, for as long as possible. I could have just held it all in. 
And I could have called the wrong person who would be like, I could have called my mum. Like, and she probably would have said something different to what Malik would have said. I could have called uh, another one of my boys who's very similar to me, who would, who's probably going through the same thing. And we could just feel sorry for each other. Like, oh, <laughs> Sometimes we're people do that though. They gravitate yeah. towards like, who's going to tell me what I want to hear rather than what I need there to hear. There we go. Yeah. There we go. And, and this, is, this is one thing, one great thing that I love about my friends, the friends that I have. I've got, I'm blessed. I know I'm blessed to have friends that tell me, and I said this on the last episode, what I, what I need to hear rather yeah, yeah. than what I want, want to hear. I'm so happy I don't have guys around me. Yes, man. That, yes. yes, man, that feel like, you know, that we're going through similar things and we just sit on the phone for hours just feeling sorry for ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Like, we hold each other accountable. So when I called Malik, he, he was like, bro, like, come on, man, like, pattern up. Like, you have a lot of things to be grateful for. That's what he said to me. You have... I remember he said, you have a lot of things to be grateful for that like you can't complain, that like you can't, like you need to just focus on, your, on, on what you're doing. And I snapped out of it instantly. Like it was 24 hours of depression, of feeling down. And I didn't eat a single meal. I think I was, I was doing the same thing as you, laying in the bed, just staring at the ceiling. That's a real thing, you know. <laughs> and it only lasted for 24 hours. And I, I just snapped out of it. So you need to I'm happy that book. I've got people. Yeah. <laughs> you need to release some books. Probably, I, I do. I, but I'm happy I've got someone that I can just call and they can just like say, Yo, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Like, yeah. Snap out of it. You, you, know what's, you know what's mad? I've got a friend called Michael. And when I was going through one of my heartbreaks, yeah, um, I was like, oh, but I just want like, the relationship weren't going well. Yeah, it weren't even finished. It weren't going well. And he said to me like, like, You've, you've not been happy for like a year. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, no, but I love her. And he was like, well, what do you love about her? I couldn't, couldn't say, I couldn't get it out. Like, I was like, like, uh, like I genuinely <laughs> didn't. But I realised, like, I realised in one of my previous relationships, it was more like I was committed to the length of time that I'd been with someone rather than it actually being a good relationship. Yeah. Like, like, oh no, but, and he was like, you've been saying the same, you've been complaining about the same thing for like a year, yeah? Why are you still here? And I couldn't answer those questions and it made me realise this is not for me. Yeah. And I think that's why it's so important, like you said, to have those people that are respectfully, like, blunt with you. Yeah. Because I needed that, like, well, why, why am I still going through this? What is it that I do love about this person? Because... I'm more committed to, oh, it's been three years, though. I don't want to waste three years. Mm. And then it's four years. Oh, I don't want to waste four years. Oh, we've got a kid together. I don't want to waste that. Like, you can get deeper and deeper into something where you feel like I need to stay in it. Yeah. And sometimes going through that, hopefully, 24-hour heartbreak, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> to then actually become a better version of yourself and to actually open doors that are meant for you is so much better than just staying in a in a room yeah. that you just don't belong in no more. Yeah. I, I was just going to add on to what you, like, you lot have been saying. And basically, sometimes, not that you necessarily need a heartbreak, but as long as you harness the power of, like, let's say, the fuel, the motivation that you get from being down, and then obviously the only, way, the only trajectory from here is up anyway, because you're at rock bottom. If you use the power, like you said, and you use the energy and guide yourself upwards, you can always better yourself. One, I've become a better man now for my new partner if that makes sense yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a better person for myself I'm a better person for the she people watches the episode me. don't she yeah come on man. I have to say that <laughs> <laughs> but in all honesty like 
she it, it just makes me feel I'm I'm almost grateful for what happened in a sense. Yeah. I was proper devastated, don't get me wrong. But it's definitely helped me become a way better man, a way better. It needed person. to happen. It needed to. And now look at me. I'm in, I'm like I'm enjoying myself and I'm happy. I'm the happiest I've ever been in a long time. Yeah. And I'm not delusional in thinking that Oh, it's only gonna be happy. Yeah, I'm very realistic, and I'm a, I'm a realist. That's good, man. That's but, good. Yeah, the relationship I'm in now is, you know, what I mean, I'm not gonna compare it to any other relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> shoot myself in the foot. But yeah, it's it, I needed what happened to me in the past on multiple occasions to then get me to the point I'm at now. So I wouldn't change it for the world. And you know what? From a friend's perspective, seeing, I've only known you for a short period of time, but we've had conversations where you haven't been in the best space. Like, so to see you in such a healthy space now, I want to use the word healthy. Like, it's, for me, it's love, I, I love to see it because it's brought a different version of you out. Do you know what I mean? And I, I truly believe in partners bringing out the best in people. And some people don't do that. And your circle is a good reflection of like, if we can see, nah, something's wrong with Mike, you know? And you're like, no, but I love it. Nah, Mike, I don't, I don't think this is the one, you know? Some people don't want to hear that. You know, would you say a good indication for if a woman is great in your life is when she walks into your life and everything in your life is going well, like different aspects of your life, it just coincidentally is just like blossoming. Yeah, 100%. What, she comes in, wait, so you've created this world for yourself, which is amazing, and then she comes in? No. Or she comes in and makes everything better? Yes. In a, so let's say, I know what you're saying. So I'm here now. But now I'm already, I'm still basically going in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. But as soon as she comes in and she makes contact and she's on the bandwagon, all of a sudden everything, exp, you know, obviously it goes up, but exponentially yeah. when she joins, like yeah. everything, there's, everything's colourful. Yeah. There's no more clouds outside. The sky's blue. <laughs> everything's colourful. Things are great. Well. Yeah. It's just mad. Like you're getting like more opportunities more interviews, more money, Would and you're, you not even, you're not even putting in as much, or maybe we think we're not putting in as much effort because she's there. But I know what you mean, like when a girl comes in sometimes and she's, you feel like it's a good indicator to say that she must be the one because- For me, that's, good for me, that's an indication of, no. a, of, of a great woman. No. No? No? <laughs> okay, go on. Go on, I want to hear yours. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I met a girl, um, I don't she watches anyway, but I met a girl in a club. Yeah. And hey! This was, in the club? In the club. This was years ago, yeah. But I met her in a club and um, we was talking and I was attracted to her and I saw the job she had and I saw certain things that she had and just being around a person like that made me go for a different interview. I ended up, I ended up changing my jobs and things started to go up just by her just by having someone that I looked at and I thought, rare, I need to do better. But that would, that would have been a terrible relationship. Like, I, didn't, I didn't go any further with her, but just having her there, I kind of, I don't want to say used, but it helped give me that push I needed. Like, and I think sometimes women and men, you're coming in each other's life and you want to do better for that person as well. You almost feel like, rare, you know what? That's such an amazing person. I need to fix up my game. So you'll start, you'll start then doing things in order to, I don't know, feel like you're worthy enough of that person. Let me ask you a question. Did she motivate you to be that way or did she inspire you to be that way? 
Because there's two, there's two different things. No, no, no. I feel you. I feel there was a a, a mixture. Knowing, knowing without her, without with her just. Let me pause. Bring it back. Yeah. By her just telling me about her job and what she does, that inspired me. You inspired. Yeah. But then through conversations, she then began to motivate me. And it was in such a short period of time. Right. Like literally two months. Right. And things then from there just started to, to go better for me. So I think having someone that inspires you and then, then through conversation can motivate you, I think is an amazing thing. But I don't think we should fall that with it being the right person. Because some people in your life for a season. Really yeah. Know, a really yeah. Or a season. Yeah. 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 Or a season. Just a season. Yeah, but it was right. It was right in that moment. In that moment. In that moment. She was. You could say she was Mrs. Right now, not Mrs. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, ne- <laughs> I needed. I needed that for that. I needed that for that moment in time. Yeah, yeah. But on that note, we're gonna wrap it up there. Thank you for joining us. Beards are looking on point today, so make sure you cut the Goodman beard oil, and we will see you on the next episode. Peace. <laughs>